What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Subjectively Successful Podcast. My name is Jordan Sellers, and I am your host. My goal in this episode and in every episode is for you to learn how you can be a better human being and a more successful person so that you can positively affect change in the sphere of influence that you have been given. We're going to do that through the trials, tribulations, problems, and solutions that my guest and myself have used to find what success means to us. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's jump right in. Um, Everybody, this is Katie Little. Katie, say hi. Hey. Uh, Katie is a successful entrepreneur, trainer, mom, wife, and I think that you have one of the coolest overall business concepts of anybody I've ever met in the fitness industry. Oh, don't make me blush. Yeah. <laughs> Here's why I say that. Because your, your uh, I guess, basis for your dream idea is people experiencing a healthy, happy, like, life. Right. Um, and for you, fitness is a huge part of that, mm-hmm. but you're like, what's the point of looking great on the outside if you're miserable on the inside? Right. I mean, you've said that almost every consulting meeting that we've had. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it is part of your lifeblood. So um, talk about that. Why do you feel that way? Like, why is that a passion of yours? I could say from several different personal experiences. Uh, being in the gym, I mean, you see people in there, if you go at 9 a.m. every day, it's normally the same group of people at 9 a.m. Yeah. And you develop right relationships with them, and you kind of, like, realize that the people that are in there most consistently are the ones who are most likely fo- fighting the most demons. Yeah. Kind of well, thing. it's funny. Okay. Because <laughs> I was acting all cool walking back up in there, and then 10 minutes in, I'm like, I wish my life were a little better, and if I felt a little right. stronger, it might be. Yeah. And you're like, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're really here. Right. Well, yeah. and a lot of people, I think with social media and the way uh, the world has defined um, like what's cool and what's right revolves around aesthetics, and there's a lot of pressure for men and women to look a certain way or to be a certain way. And so yeah. the the ability to be authentic or yourself or be happy in the skin that you're in is harder to achieve because you're trying to fit this mold and in all that you get lost. And so I think, yeah, it's cool to be healthy in the fitness aspect, Yeah. but what's going on the inside? Like, are you actually happy on the inside? Because I made a post the other day. It's like, I don't care if you have like a six pack abs, you know, if you're kind of like on the inside, it doesn't matter. No, and and we talk, obviously, most of our conversations centered around entrepreneurship, right? Right. Almost everything we talk about is like there's a bottom line associated with it. Yeah. It has to do with personal growth, business growth, all those things. What you're talking about is like it's crazy that we we use almost like our businesses is mm-hmm. like it's like our external. It's yeah. like it's, you know, people will be like. I may not have, yeah, I'll be in considerably better shape. Now I'm realizing why it's, yeah. but we use that as like our external, our body looks great. Right. <laughs> and yeah. It's, it's our business or the car we drive. And right. sometimes we're like cracking at the seams. Yeah. And I like that it was when I related to you about that, you know, you're like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Even from a completely different angle, uh, I deal with people who are fixing their bodies 
Mm. Um, I just have an obsession with digging a little bit deeper and being like, are you really okay? Like, are you good? Are you really okay? I think everyone kind of battles like some form of uh, feeling inadequate. Oh my God. I've been there and... You know, I really, I'm one of those people where I don't want anyone to feel the way I felt before other yeah. than the good stuff, you know? And yes. so like, if I, I could for- help you avoid my potholes, right. uh, if I, I'll go fix the road, get all this stuff. It, yeah. yeah. And that's a win for sure. Of course. hundred yeah. percent. Well, like when you're, but when you're talking about that, one of the things you talked about and you said, uh, I don't think you said uh, stigma, but society just paints mm-hmm. a picture like, okay, so if you go back in time, like, 20 years ago, it was, like, keeping up with the Joneses, right? So you right. had to have, like, certain house, certain car, certain this, you know, certain that. Um, social media kind of changed the game a little bit, where it's, like, you have to always be... On your A game. Yeah, you always have to be on your A game. Yeah. So it's, like, one of the things we learned in church, and this is one of the healthiest lessons I ever learned, was you tend to base your life's reality on someone else's highlights mm-hmm. it's super super unhealthy yeah because you it starts becoming a comparison and what really in comparison game is like yeah oh it's it's death to right. you internally what i noticed in the gym world and you've uh talked about this is that one of the reasons people don't hire a personal trainer or go to a gym in the first place is because they the perception is because mm-hmm. of what instagram does you're so far removed from what you think every person in there is already going to look like, you're like, right. well, why even try? Yeah, because like you're like, I'm already losing. <laughs> yeah, I'm already like, you've, losing. You've already put it in your brain that like you're not good enough. I'll never look like that or be yeah. like that. And then you walk in the gym, and everybody looks or feels pretty close or relatively close to where you are. Yeah, but even like the people that you think look fantastic, they are still insecure in yeah. some way. Oh yeah, we have we're yeah. all because we're all <laughs> we all are like you're like oh I look great I'm still insecure. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's what's up. Check no. out my biceps. No, I just, it's funny. I said that I was looking, uh, whatever, you know, I've been losing weight, trying to yeah. get, get the abs back. I've been doing really good I've lately. been trying. Yeah. And then, so I go and friggin', I'm like looking in the mirror and I catch myself going like, just gotta dog it. Right. Uh, like you start dissecting just, yourself. Yeah. And dissecting versus if I look at a picture from like three months ago where I was like, way unhealthier i just right. like i looked heavy i felt heavy mm-hmm. and then my, my wife is legitimately like dude you look really really good instead of taking the compliment i was like yeah but but you know i could do this god dang it whatever yeah and i go what are you doing are you yeah, like take the compliment yeah why like, not look at it and be like, ah, ah, be like yeah, hell yeah. yeah that looks good <laughs> no do you want me to put the dishes over here or yeah. over there? <laughs> but it's, it's a little bit. Right. <laughs> I could put a little cup. Like, well, what do you think? So you give me your perspective because we've talked about like life experiences. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of shared life experiences. Yeah. A lot of, we've been through some, some shit. Capital S H I T. Yeah. Why do you think, you tell me, cause I think you're an expert in this. Why the heck when I look in the mirror, do I only see the flaws? I mean, we're always going to be our worst critic. Yeah. You know, because we're going to look at the things and be like, oh, people are definitely going to notice that. Yeah. And I think it's probably what we notice on other people and admire. And so then we take that and we look at ourselves. And we're like, well, why can't I be that way? Why yeah. does it look like, you know, there's some people like it may look like it comes easy to them. And you're like, well, why doesn't it come easy to me? Oh, I hate having a, ugh, the genetics thing. And I know it's true. Yeah. Oh, 
Genetics do play a role. Genetics play definitely play a role. Yeah. But someone ask anyone with small caps. Like <laughs> it's just, just like, a thing. Like Well, it's like that's why I don't have a chest. Apparently, no matter how hard I try, it's not, like just yeah. just pick a different muscle group. Right, yeah. Just give up. It's okay. Yeah. In those moments though, um how come because we're talking about fitness and bodies, mm-hmm. we do that across the board. We we play comparison. And, like, we kick the crap out of ourselves, I feel like. Um, and, like, all these other areas, too. Like, yeah. emotionally, financially, like, especially talking to the the business builders, any of the entrepreneurs or people who have, like, want to have leading roles in companies and stuff like that. Yeah. For some reason, uh, every rung on the ladder, we find something. It's like... Why? I don't know. Why is it? I feel like it's never good enough. Like we're always, always reaching for the next, reaching thing. for the next you thing. Know, I honestly think, and you can like tell me if I'm wrong, but I've seen so much about like millennials yeah, and how it's just like almost like a toxic culture for us yeah, because we're always striving for the next thing, never really enjoying like the small victories once we get there and um, yeah. having this like undefined pressure on us like no one's actually putting it on us we put it on yeah, ourselves we put on ourselves we put on ourselves to be great and to achieve things and like we will but like i mean it takes time everything yeah. takes time it doesn't just happen overnight absolutely and uh i think you know you and i coming from the same generation yeah uh we we're just prone to it because we've almost been wired that way i think i know what it is i think when you're talking it popped in my head <laughs> i think that deep down and we'll go back to like the everyday person because we all experience like body-based insecurities. Mm-hmm. And I just I could let you talk about all day how you motivate people and how you help people become better. And we'll we'll get to that. There's like a little line that we're on that is that is very entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. I think deep down, we were told so many times that if you don't follow like step A, B, mm-hmm. C, D that you're never going to make it or you right. won't be there like a, a form of success, like work the same job for 30 years. Right. Millennials. I think we have like this chip on our shoulder because now we change careers every three to five years. Yeah. Like it's okay to hit the reset button in your mid thirties. Right. Uh, you know, I just, I launched another business in the middle of being, I was already like worked, I already wasn't sleeping and I was like, it's a right. great opportunity to launch another let business. Let me extend myself Let me a extend myself. <laughs> let me, let me go from, you know, waking up at 4.40 to 3.40. That's what, ca- that's what caffeine's for, right? Like, what? <laughs> uh, and I think it's because we have the chip on our shoulder to where we're trying to prove every single person that told us, um, it won't work. We're trying to prove all those people wrong. Right. Yeah. And like innately, it's just this muscle memory in us. And I have been trying to write this thing and I have it deep in my phone somewhere. And I'll believe this one day is the day that you wake up. And if I stole this quote from somebody, I'm sorry. I actually, I hope I made this. <laughs> I think I did. You, th- you hope it's an original? Somewhere. I hope it's an original. <laughs> is when you stop trying to prove everyone else wrong and you start trying to prove yourself right, mm-hmm. like it's this big aha moment yeah. in your life. And I've still, I've been trying to do that. It's really difficult. Mm-hmm. Like it really is. Yeah. You're sitting there and you're like, I will be successful. Yeah. 
And then you're like, well, let's define success. Like what is success? Yeah. And like, let's define it. Let's define it for me. Oh, my pen ran out of ink. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like <it's... laughs> uh, success means let me go replay a conversation I had with my in-laws, you know, three years ago. Right. And they told me what success looks like. And as long as I beat that, I'm successful. Yeah, and I'm like, absolutely. why do I play that? Oh my God. Uh, so how, what about that? Do you see maybe that mindset? Oh, this is good. We'll focus on the physical world. Okay. I know that's not all you do, but yeah. it's like the background of what you do. Right. Do you think a lot of people are struggling to hit start or hit goals because they have that mindset? They're still, they're trying to prove other people wrong instead mm -hmm. of doing it for them. Well, what I think it is, and honestly, okay, it may just be a regional thing like where we live, mm -hmm. but... I mean, let's say that we're not in California or even Austin, which is just six hours away. Yeah. So our cultural influence makes it hard for people to find something that they like to participate in. Yeah. Um, that's good for them, but it's not exactly what their neighbor is doing. Because yeah. everyone wants to do like... Food, football, alcohol. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which I enjoy all three of those. <laughs> absolutely. I do too. Very much. But okay, let's use this for example. Like you do um, the disc golf. You know, and yeah. you're totally okay with it. Like, you fully embrace that. But, like, was, say if you were unable to accept that, like, you like it and that that's a good form of exercise for you. Yeah. But say, like, Jeff. We'll just use the name Jeff. Like, Jeff doesn't think that's cool. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, well, maybe I'll do what Jeff thinks Let me go cool. figure out what Jeff Like, as a form of acceptance. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to do what Jeff does. Yeah. I didn't break. I was probably, like, I'm 36 now. I was probably, like, 31 or 32. Yeah. Seriously. Before I was, like. If I like something, yeah, I'm going to do it. Right. Uh, right. Because it's all about the trend right now. And so yeah. it's like if you're fitting in with, you know, like macros is really big right now. And like macros is great. Like if that's what you like to do, like I totally support that. I'm just not into it. Yeah. Um, so everyone's on the macro train um, or the let's lift super heavy train. Uh, you know, I find that there's not like a lot of yoga around here, Pilates, like some of the things that just offer different avenues for people to explore to say like, hey, I like this. It's good for me. Yeah. Um, it's a good endorphin release. It's I can good stress release. It's something I'm doing for myself. Yeah. Um, even just encouraging like walking. Like you don't hear people talk about that anymore. Like pedometers aren't a thing because we yeah. have, we have our phones now. Steps aren't good enough. Yeah, steps aren't good enough. It's an old person. Yeah. You know, but um, I think everyone's just so scared to kind of do their own thing that works for them. They want to do what everyone else is doing, well, and there's no one size fits all. And that's like, that's good. Oh, it'd be great to like, because I think one of the cool things that I hear you say of, and I've heard it, you not say it directly, but like indirectly with your clients where you're like, there's a way to be yourself, mm -hmm. make small strides, but still hold yourself like highly accountable for being healthier. Yeah. And so there's like this really, it's almost like people are afraid to say that. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Um, I know Gary V he'll, I love that you have to understand that you can make like really wide, um, they're not necessarily generalizations, but you can give people, uh, I remember he stood on stage and he was like, you know, my goal is to buy the New York jets, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, so I need $7 billion. And you're like, oh, goodness gracious. I would love to have 7 billion. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't even... Would I you? would be on an island somewhere. You never see me again. You never like, see me again. My number's not that high. Maybe no, I should bring my number maybe, up. 
you just sound again. <laughs> I know. I just want to be the guy that, wait, let me, I'll finish my thought. I just want to be the guy that like upgrades everyone in their families. Like no one in their family has any debt. Yeah. Like everybody can drive a nice car yeah. and retire five to 10 years earlier. Yeah. I mean, I like the whole Elon Musk thing where they called him out and said, if he had this much money, he could end world hunger. Yeah. And then like on Twitter, he's like, well, you give me that ride up and I will end world yeah, hunger. And you, I'll just, end you just tell me what that ticket price is. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. Just that, to, just to prove it. That would be pretty nice. That would be pretty nice. And so, I mean, Gary, even one things he said, and, uh, I think there's a circle back here to the fitness world and like overall health. He's like, but he goes, I have this friend. I don't remember the story exactly. So I'm kind of like trying to paraphrase where he's like, I have a friend that I think he's a firefighter mm -hmm. and like his wife does something else and they make like 60 grand a year. And he's like, I'm so jealous of how happy they are not working 18 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And he goes, because that's the way the world works. They don't wake up using like a mirror or a litmus test mm -hmm. to be like playing the comparison game. Right. So they don't wake up, look at me and go, wow, look how far I am away from success because their definition of success is waking up, spending time with their kids, which is great. And it doesn't have a dollar value attached to it. Yeah. And he's like, that's effing amazing. Mm -hmm. So in the fitness world, I think that, I hear you do this and I know it helped me is telling people that your form of success might just be walking 10 minutes versus walking nothing, mm -hmm. you know, not walking at all is only three slices of pizza instead of four slices of pizza. Right. Like yeah. no one wants to acknowledge that if you can start, um, small progressive improvements mm -hmm. that your life right. can improve. Like you have to yeah. make small improvements. Like I've seen, I've seen people and it, it kind of breaks my heart. I'll, I'll tell you two stories. Um, being in this industry for a while, you hear the most bizarre things, especially from other personal trainers and not to really take away from them, but like there are some that don't really have a grasp on reality because they are their own little fitness world. Like, and that's okay that they operate that way. Yeah. Just not everyone else does, you yeah. know? And, and I've seen, uh, and I'll give them like, okay, I'll give them a pat on the back. I know some people who are fitness trainers and the people that they're around in that circle and the commitment to Mm -hmm. like being in that vibe, part of me is jealous of it. Yeah. Like I think it's dope. The ones that like do the freaking CrossFit together and they yeah. lift together and they take it's photos this, together. Like this community. It is. And yeah. their wives are in shape and like everybody's all ripped up from the floor up. And then they go and like party and spend time with their kids together. Yeah. Love it. Right. It's not a reality for everyone though. So yeah. I was just saying, I have, we do have friends yeah, and, and family and we that like, are, yeah. we're in, y'all are in that culture. We and think y'all cool. are freaking awesome. We're just talking to the other 97% of people. It doesn't mean y'all aren't amazing. Just didn't want you to get offended. Right. <laughs> just to make things clear. <laughs> just, this is not an offensive statement. Yes. But, uh, so I, I, you know, when you're around people all the time, you tend, tend to eavesdrop. And so I was listening to another trainer working with their client and this client was probably drinking like two liters of Coke a day. Yeah. Which is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you don't need to do that. Uh, but he, you know, the client had made progress and he was down to like two like smaller bottles a day. And instead of celebrating that, you know, that victory, yeah. the trainer was like, well, you probably don't need to drink it at all. And it's like, well, yeah, you probably should celebrate that with them because now they feel defeated because they're looking for that validation and that pat on the back from you because yeah. you're the hired professional 
Absolutely. And the accountability and whatever. Um, and so it just broke my heart because like that inability to acknowledge that like that was, that was a victory for them. Yeah. And like, you have to know that like in this field, not everyone lives the same way. So what I like, you know, I'm able to acknowledge it and see it, but not everyone else is. And then, um, I've even had a personal experience where, Hey, I'm a heavier girl. You take it or leave it. I got curves. I like them. Whatever. <laughs> if you got a problem with it, mind your own business. That's all I have to say. Um, but even like, you know, before I had the baby, I was 20 pounds lighter than I am now. And I look back and I'm like, damn, I was in great shape. And someone had the nerve to tell me that like my body didn't reflect how hard I worked. I'm like, who are you to put oh. that label on me? Yeah. Like, who are you to say that? Like, I think I look great. I mean, of course, now I feel insecure that you said that because I'm, like, looking at myself going, well, what can what can I do to be better? Yeah. But I look back at pictures and I can punch myself in the face because I'm like, why did I ever think that? Yeah. Like, I had all these flaws. Like, why yeah. did I think I looked bad? Because, I mean, I would love to look like that right now. Yeah. But, I mean. It's crazy that we do that. Yeah. I have, I have pictures of me on a canoe trip before I re-injured my back, like, years ago. I feel sorry for my wife because it's definitely false advertising because when she met me, I was like... <laughs> I was like 172, like 8% body fat. And I'm only five foot six. So yeah. I was like, I was a little bulldog. Um, and I, I thought I was so small. Mm -hmm. And I was like so insecure. And I, I said, oh, if I could just be a little bit this or a little bit that, whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you look at those pictures and you're like, <laughs> I would I would kill. I would literally right. uh, sacrifice someone to, to reset. Yeah, but like, it's crazy. What how, chicken do I have to sacrifice yeah, to get there that you body go. back? Okay, so for you, though, because we talk, and I know me, like my coaching slash consulting style, I'm not really like a like a butt kicker. Mm -hmm. I don't, we never talk about uh, like how hard are you pushing, how, much, how early are you waking up. That's just not really my forte because people who are, whether you're extremely driven or you're not because you've lost that drive or you're in like a really dark place or you mm -hmm. feel like you're walking through molasses or quicksand. Sorry for the non Cajuns. <laughs> what are molasses? What's molasses? <laughs> it's, it's like really thick syrup. Yeah. Uh, and would you agree that maybe sometimes people kick the crap out of themselves enough because of societal norms that yeah, and they what, get burnt out. what they actually need is a freaking hug and a high five more than, mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I already kicked crap out of myself enough. I don't need someone. Now, yes, sometimes, like David Goggins, um, where he's like, he's he does these Instagram videos. Uh, I hope we overlay one. I wish, uh, next time, we're going to do this again. I have, like, the computer and some ready. Yeah. And he's like, the reason you're not successful is because you're sitting your ass on the couch watching <laughs> me run 100 miles instead of running 100 feet. Get your ass outside. Get up. Wake up. You make the life that you live. And I'm like, okay, that is disgustingly true. Right. Like, it really is. It gets all your go-go juices it, flowing. Like, you really, really, we need to hear that sometimes. But I was just thinking, um, I like when you talk about that, where you're like, it's, you have to celebrate the small wins. Thank you so much for listening. I really, truly hope that that episode was something that you found valuable. You learned something you didn't know before. You laughed a little. You loved a little. And you're excited for the next episode. If you found it valuable, please take just a moment. Like, comment, subscribe, and leave a 
five-star review. Helps the show out a ton. Last thing, if you're out there and you feel like you're drowning in the confusion of this insane digital marketing and social media-driven world, I have got the Prozac to your problem. If you click the link in my bio, I've got a seven days to create a digital marketing strategy that actually works mini course, and I think that it would be a huge help to you. Go click that, check it out. If not, totally fine. It's not for everybody. But I cannot wait to see you in another episode, and have a blessed day.